The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I'm going to introduce you to a new book. I know that many of you remember Chicken Soup for the Preteen Soul, which came out about 20 years ago and helped millions of kids get through those preteen years when so much is starting to change for them. So we decided to put together a new book for preteens, one with different stories and with some fun quizzes and inspirational quotes mixed in. We designed it more like a magazine inside, so it's really fun for the kids. And we made it smaller than our normal books, so it doesn't seem as daunting a reading experience. And it's also priced lower than our regular books. Chicken Soup for the Soul Think Positive for Preteens provides tips with stories for today's kids on issues such as making true friends, doing the right thing, facing challenges, and being grateful. And today I'll share six tips from the book with the stories they came from. And we think these tips are important for preteens as they navigate through the ups and downs of figuring out who they are and who they want to become. So the first tip is make true friends to be truly popular. I love this story. It's from Victoria Fedden, who used to watch the popular girls across the middle school cafeteria and wish she could get a seat at their table. But then she walked by them one day and they made fun of her. Victoria sat down with her own friends and had an epiphany. Why would I even want to be friends with people who were so mean? She looked around and spotted a boy sitting by himself and impulsively asked him to come and sit with her and her friends. Victoria says, from then on, we made a point to invite everyone the popular girls made fun of to eat at our lunch table. Eventually, Victoria's table was even a refuge for girls who'd been kicked out of the popular group. She says, when I looked at my group of friends, which seemed to grow every day, I understood where the true popular table was in our middle school cafeteria and knew that I had gotten my wish after all. All right, here's another one very, very good for preteens. Tip two, you are not defined by what you wear. So Denise Rich felt like she had two identities in fifth grade. Outside of school, she was a happy kid who spent time with friends and her hobbies. But in class, she was always on guard and expecting to be teased. Why? Because her single mother couldn't afford to buy her the designer clothing the other girls wore. It was only at summer camp that Denise found a new group of kids who didn't care what kind of clothes you wore. Unfortunately, the teasing resumed when she went back to school in the fall. Denise begged her mother for at least one designer item, and she received one for Christmas. When she wore it to school and was complimented by one of her shallow classmates, Denise realized that she found no pleasure in it. 
She had finally learned her lesson, saying, the one person I had to learn to impress was myself, and I'd done it. Now, in the same vein, here comes tip three, don't be embarrassed to do what feels right. So Beth Cato was excited when she started junior high school, but she was quickly disillusioned. She had PE for first period, and thus she was in the girls' locker room when the principal recited the Pledge of Allegiance over the school's PA system. Beth was shocked when the other girls started ignoring the pledge each morning. Even the gym teachers talked right through it. By the second week of school, Beth was the only girl in the locker room who stood respectfully and recited the pledge. And this was in a Navy town. Finally, a girl confronted Beth and asked why she was still doing the pledge. When Beth responded that her grandfather, who was recently deceased, was a proud veteran, the girl was embarrassed. Beth says, I never inspired other girls to do the pledge along with me. That was okay. They made a choice. I made mine. So here's tip number four for you. Don't let your phone distance you from the real world. So Zulima Anahi Carlos was thrilled when she got a cell phone for her 12th birthday. The first day she took it to school, she could hardly pay attention in class because she was so busy looking at her phone. Her good grades instantly declined, and she was ignoring her family at home as well. Her mom said, it's like you have your own little world now, and we don't communicate as much with your phone between us. A week later, Zulima tried an experiment when relatives came to visit. She put her phone down for an entire day, and she had way more fun. She says, phones really take you away from the rest of the world. My phone took away time from my homework and from my family. It also affected my grades. She concludes her story by making a resolution. I will keep using my phone, but I have it under better control now so that it doesn't interfere with my real life. So here we go with tip five, learn to count your blessings. Suzanne DeVita envied her friend Michelle, who lived in a large, tidy, quiet house. She admired her huge bedroom, her toys, and her nanny and housekeeper. She failed to notice that Michelle's parents were rarely home or that Michelle was lonely when Suzanne wasn't there. It was only when Michelle came to visit Suzanne's messy, chaotic house, which overflowed with her five siblings and her parents, that Suzanne noticed how much fun her own home was. Michelle was soaking it in, laughing with the family during dinner and enjoying every moment. She said to Suzanne, you're so lucky you have such a big family. Suzanne concludes her story by saying, suddenly my house, my crowded, messy, loud house seemed like paradise. And finally, tip six, a smile can work wonders. So, Jennifer Youngblood's fear of a bully named Rosalie was ruining seventh grade for her. When Jennifer's mother suggested she try to be more like her father and smile at everyone in her path, Jennifer decided to try an experiment. She would smile at Rosalie, the meanest girl she knew. It worked. Rosalie was startled, but she didn't retaliate in any way. And over the next few weeks of Jennifer smiling at her, Rosalie softened and eventually smiled back. So then Jennifer moved on to saying hello, and Rosalie said hi back. Jennifer said that was the beginning of her getting over her shyness. She says, in the years that followed, I broke out of my shell one small chip at a time. I made many new friends and became an active participant in my classes. 
Looking back now, I can trace it all to that fateful day when I had the courage to smile in the face of the bully. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, Think Positive for Preteens, visit our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button. You'll find the book there, and you'll also find our book trailer in which I share quotes and stories from the book and also show you what it's like inside. Come back for our next episode for some inspiration from the older set, from a couple of writers who learned the value of confronting their fears and trying new things after age 60, from our new book about how age is just a number. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.